0: Second and third, two down. Tying run of the plate for the Padres. And a one-one to Fernando. It's a three-run home run! History!
1: What is up, y'all? Back with another episode. It's been a minute coast-to-coast um, Podcast. Coast I mean, today we're talking MLB. We don't talk a lot of MLB on this show. Uh, we got Liam Rock at the the Trey Young jersey, you know. But yeah, MLB is like right in the middle of the season um you know approaching the trade deadline a lot of a lot of storylines heating up uh and we're here to talk about the the mvp race so how are you feeling today liam
0: feeling well i mean honestly uh, in terms of baseball we just had the all-star lineups announced um nothing really too surprising uh, i can kind of name those off um right now so let me pull it up uh pretty i mean like i said pretty straightforward in terms of all the lineups and stuff but um Obviously, we got the main guys like Tatis, but we'll go through. Uh, for first baseman for the NL, uh, we got Freddie Freeman, no surprise, one of the best first basemen in the National League. But surprise, though, that Max Muncie is not the guy there, uh, due to the fact that he's been having a fantastic season. Uh, we got Adam Fraser, second baseman for the Pirates, uh, shortstops Fernando Tatis Jr., third baseman's Nolan Arenado, the catcher's Buster Posey in his bounce back season, uh, outfield, we got Ronald Acuna Jr., and then at the left and right of the outfield, we have two guys from Cincinnati Reds, which we'll be talking about later today. Uh, Nick Castellanos and Jesse Winker for the American League. We got first baseman, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Uh, second baseman, Mark Simeon. Shortstop, Xander Bogarts. Third baseman, Rafael Devers. Salvador Perez, a catcher. Outfield, we got Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, and T. Oscar Hernandez. And of DH, we also have the man himself, Shohei, Shohei Showtime, Shohei Otani. Um, but like Jose said, we'll hand it off back to him. We'll be talking about MVP discussion. Yeah. I mean, in the
1: American league, it's pretty much a two horse race. Um, You know, we we obviously know who those guys are, but I just wanted to shout out real quick, uh, a guy that's definitely not going to (laughs) win MVP, but I just want to give him some recognition because man's playing his heart out Um, playing center field all year has not made a single error. Aaron judge, out there, the six-seven-two-eighty center fielder for the New York Yankees. Well, actually, not anymore because they just traded for um, Tim LaCastro. But, uh, yeah, he's batting 285 with 18 homers and a 2.6 war. Yeah, on a bad Yankees team that gets rocked. But
0: it is what it is. Aaron Judge still having a great season. Exactly. I mean, a guy that we know can go off. I mean, come on. The potential showed it. We saw in his true rookie season him and Belger going toe for toe for each other, uh, 52 home runs, 114 RBIs. Um, just a fantastic season for him. And he's hitting a career best, uh, 285 career average by one point. Um, not, you know, not like you said, probably not going to win the award, but, uh, especially with the two top guys in there just being so dominant this year. But I mean, if one of them slips up or something like that, he's a guy who could take the reins, uh, with no surprise. Um,
1: but yeah, moving on to the top two guys. I think we've got our top two guys flipped. Um, yep. Order. So I want to hear, I want to hear your case for why you've got your guy number one.
0: Yeah. So um, I got Vladdy. I mean, this man's been fantastic this year. Um, a guy who I talked about when we posted about him on our Instagram. A guy who could honestly win the Triple Crown this year. Um, currently, right now in the MLB, he leads in RBIs. He leads in OBP leads in OPS, he leads in total uh, bases, he also leads AL in uh, on-base plus slugging adjusted, um, he's also second in war with a 4.2, uh, this guy's just been absolutely hitting nukes, I mean, he just lost the home run title to Otani just a couple uh, in the last week, because you know, everything's constantly changing the MLB, you know, especially at this time of the year, there's people flip-flopping who's having the lead in RBIs, average, so on and so forth, but you know, Glad he's hitting 330-plus average as well. Um, I see no reason as to why he can't continue this. He's got great teammates as well, you know, that are going to get him runs as well. Um, obviously, we talked about it, Marcus Simeon, uh, but another guy has been under the radar, uh, Bo Bichette, you know, Teoscar Hernandez. We just saw George Springer coming back from injury. Obviously, hasn't been fantastic. Uh, hitting-wise in these games that he's been back. But, I mean, he's a guy who, you know, won a World Series banging trash cans, but he's still a super-solid player, super-clutch performer. Honestly, um, it's a very, you know, hard division to win, but I think if they can get themselves into a position, you know, maybe where they are in AL, like, second wild card, I would say it's more impressive because, you know, there's a team that coming – they don't really have much of a pitching staff. I mean, Robbie Ray is their true ace but not really a guy that's dominant. They would have loved to have Marcus Stroman on their team this year. But I mean, the angels aren't really gonna contend for much, you know, unless they have a huge turnaround because their pitching staff is really just, you know, their best pitcher is Shohei Ohtani, who we'll get into in a second. But I gotta go with Vladi. I think he's hitting at an absolutely historic pace. And um, I don't know if Ohtani, you know, his in his average, Ohtani's average isn't anything to go crazy about either. Um, so I got to rock with Vladi right now, and that's who I'm sticking with.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can definitely see the case. He's definitely the fan favorite. I feel like um, I saw a stat that was like he received the most all-star votes of
0: anyone at all, like across the league. The youngest person to lead in all-star votes in MOB history. Yeah, that's insane. Um,
1: and he's like, what, 23,
0: 24? Hold up. Pulling it up. He is uh, 20. Oh, he's 20, yeah. No fucking way. Wait, no, 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 no. Oh, no, sorry, no, no. no. He was dropped in 20. He's 22. He's 22. My bad. I looked at the wrong date. He's 22. I was like, damn, dude, I'm about to be
1: 20. What am I doing with my life?
0: <laughs> Your name ain't Black Guerrero Jr. You're not uh 6'2 250 hitting dingers every other day,
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe every like four days, but not every other day. Um, but yeah. I mean, he's still only 22. It's insane. It's great for the league, though. I mean, we've got the team, the team of sons of former MLB players, sons, obviously with Biggio, Biggio yeah. Guerrero. Um, I think they might have another one, but that like
0: was not that good. Um, a lot of young talent right now.
1: Yeah. Um, he's got an insane, like, offensive statistical season so far. I don't see why he cannot continue it. I mean, he's been tearing up the best of the best pitching. Um, and, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a great hitter. Not a great fielder.
0: He doesn't field enough, though. That's the thing. He, it's a too much of a small sample size. Actually, wait, no, no, hold on. We were just talking about this. Never mind. He's not a bad fielder at all. He's an average fielder at best. He's an, he, he fields at a nine, uh, 99.4 fielding percentage, which is .1 above the league average. Uh he only has three airs, you know. Not like a guy. I mean, obviously we'll get into it. Tatis has like seventeen or something like that. So, yeah. I mean, it's hard to make a lot of errors when you're playing first base. I feel like it's not really an airy prone position. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. My case for Otani. I mean, he's not got the best batting average. He's got he's batting 277, but he does lead uh, the AL in home runs. I think he leads the league in home runs. League,
0: run. league. Yeah,
1: he's got a damn near five. Uh, war he's got a 104.5 OPS and I mean he's still pitching pretty pretty well he's up there um, you know in strikeouts with guys like Luis or he's got more strikeouts than Luis Castillo Marcus Stroman Zach Granke and a guy who's also been really hot this year Kyle Gibson he's got a 1.2 whip he's just he's not the best pitcher he's not the best like hitter or fielder but he's just like the best player, like overall, I don't even know what to categorize him as like, if, if, if we had like the, he's the unicorn of the MLB,
0: basically. He is uh Luka Doncic. That's what he is. He's an international guy who stepped up into the stage and he kind of does everything, you know, Aussie in basketball, it's, there's really no comparison to a pitching and batting scenario, but you know, he's this guy, you know, like he said, come overseas, Uh, probably people aren't thinking the most highly of him, even though, you know, he was an absolute killer out there, but I can understand where you're coming from. And he's also crazy to watch. I've been doing angels game. I watched him hit a home run, so I I can't be too mad.
1: He's so fun to watch, uh, watch pitch, watch hit, just watch, do anything. Like it's insane. He's not even that big and he's just got insane pop. His exit velocities, I think he leads the league in average exit velocity off the bat. It's insane. The other day, he hit one like 112 off the bat or something stupid like that. Um, But yeah, I mean, Otani, I think just the two-way value that he provides for this team, especially since this is a team that has struggled to find an ace for the longest time. I mean, last year, their ace was Dylan Bundy. um, And before that, we've had guys like Tyler Skaggs, rest in peace. Um, Other guys that are just like average, would be like a four-starter on other teams, and he's their one-starter. So, I mean, Otani, I just think he's the most valuable player to, especially to this team. I think he embodies the award perfectly.
0: But yeah. I can see. Well, hold up. Uh, I mean, yeah, it just hurts that, you know, they are the fourth best team in their uh, division. While, I mean, actually, never mind. I mean, the Blue Jays are the second best. I mean, third best, but the whole different thing. I think that that division's a lot harder in the East than it is in the West by both divisions having two very top heavy teams. in them, with the athletics and the Astros both being on fire recently, and then the Rays and the Red Sox both having good seasons.
1: Yeah. Uh, but moving on to the NL really only a one horse race at this point. I mean, a guy that's having an insane season, the, that- unlike anything we've ever seen, Jacob DeGrom, he's got a sub-1 ERA. He has, right now, uh, as the day of recording is, well, it's July 1st, he has a 0.69 ERA, 4.7, and a 0.5 WHIP.
0: Yeah, that's crazy.
1: That's, like, unheard of.
0: Um, No, what's unheard of is his ERA adjusted, or ERA plus, what it's called. Yeah. 554, and like the next closest is like 300. That's ridiculous.
1: Um, but yeah, he's actually got a decent record this year. I mean, he's at seven and two
0: for his uh, terrible run support. Yeah,
1: considering it's the Mets, he's really got a case. It's Tatis, but he's leading the league in errors, and I don't think you can you can win MVP when leading the league in errors, especially at such a premier fielding position like shortstop. You just yeah. you have that, but. I mean, he is like the the new shiny face of the MLB. He's got the swag. He's got the swing. He's, and he's the... on
0: the screen right now.
1: There's a reason why. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just look at him. He's dripping. He's got the dreads. He's got the the goggles. But 17 errors is not is not MVP level level play. Um, so yeah, got that up and and we'll have a case, but. Like, we can, we can still highlight his stats a little bit. I mean, he's leading the NL in home runs. Uh, he's got a 1 1,092 OPS and a 4.5 war, batting 300.
0: Still a great I mean, team. I think you also got to, going back to DeGrom, the thing that's been the craziest that I've been seeing so much in the media is that he's throwing his fastball now at a ridiculous rate. I think he leads the MLB by a far margin, like, like sixty plus margin by like a hundred mile an hour fastballs thrown. I think Jose is looking that up right now. But I'll just keep going on. I mean, he's allowed thirty hits. He's had six earned runs and he's had six RBIs of the batter.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that's just stupid. Six RBIs is like pretty good for a pitcher, um, considering how much he starts games. But have you seen that graphic? I was trying so hard to find it before this. It was like. Pitches thrown over 100 miles an hour, like, total. And it was, like, DeGrom was at, like, 100. And then the next guy was at, like, 40-something.
0: DeGrom has thrown 121. Yeah. And I can tell you that is a long shot above the next person. Oh, yeah. I don't know who's next. So, oh, yeah. And he uses his four-seam fastball at a 63.4% usage, which is insane that he's doing it at this level.
1: Yeah. His fastball is his best pitch. And the thing is, the other day, I think he had a, an entire – I don't know if it was a game or an inning where he had no pitches over under 90 miles an hour, and he was not just throwing fastballs. This dude was throwing 90-mile-an-hour change-ups, 95-mile-an-hour sliders. Like, there's nothing you can do against that. Okay.
0: So we're going we're gonna to go, go back here. So DeGrom has thrown 121 pitches over 10 miles an hour. Uh, this article as of uh, June 10th, so it might be a little dated, but still. What do you think the second-place person has thrown the most? What their second? What's the second most?
1: I don't know, like
0: 45 maybe? 10. Wait, repeat that? 121 pitches thrown over 100 miles an hour is the Grom. The second is raised starter Shane McCle- McLannan with 10. Ten,
1: way 10
0: he is yeah total like
1: in the season thrown 10 that means he is 12 times more god that's just ridiculous and he's clean like throughout this whole like sticky situation stuff um he's been clean he and, got you, and was still throwing gas
0: and do you remember what position he was drafted as
1: no, what was he? A
0: shortstop. A shortstop in the ninth round. Damn.
1: Damn. Yeah, just a different breed, like different, different animal. It just sucks that he's on the Mets. Because yeah. I feel like t- no one's going to remember DeGrom. Like casuals will not remember DeGrom.
0: Yeah. No, that, he's not like out here winning World Series or anything. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, was he? He was on the team when they made it, though, right? In
0: 2015. Yeah, he was on the team. He was an all-star that year. Yeah. It was the second season in the league.
1: Yeah, yeah that Damn. was like the Bartolo Cologne
0: Mets. That was the time. weirdest World Series. I, I barely remember that. I'm like, the Royals are back in this versus the Mets.
1: Yeah, it was like the weirdest matchup of all time. Um, oh. It was right after the the Royals just got, like, whooped by the Giants. I really liked that Royals team,
0: too. Oh, um, yeah. A in, there was a lot. Of, wait, who was the guy that died for the Jordan Ventura or something like that? Uh, yeah, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Through heat, bro. Absolute heat. A
1: really fun team. Alex Gordon, Eric Cosmer. Um, Definitely. Yeah. On there, that I'm forgetting. Salvi- well, Salvador
0: obviously was still there. Um, James Shields, I think, was a starting guy. Uh, Lorenzo Kane was their center fielder. Ooh, yeah, uh, I think like Alcides Escobar might have been their, their starting, uh, yeah, shortstop. I don't know, I don't think Whit Merrifield was there yet.
1: But, no, Whit Merrifield,
0: there yet. Yeah. I'm just gonna. Oh. All right, but, I mean, while Jose's looking that up, uh, we'll move on. I think there's some other guys that deserve notice in the NL or guys that could really make a run for it. And we talked about it earlier in the All-Star talking, but Nick Cassianos and Jesse Winker are having fantastic seasons. In terms of Cassianos, he leads the MLB in hits, doubles, and average. Uh, He also leads the NL in total bases. An absolute monster. Again, he kind of lives in the uh, sad reality that he plays in. Uh, Cincinnati, a team that really doesn't have much pitching to go. So, you know, there's people like DeGrom who don't have run support, which is obviously what he's known for, you know, on like MLB Twitter and everything like that. But then there's guys like Castellanos and Winker that just don't have pitching support. You know, guys like Luis Castillo who really should be playing up to like an ace level aren't really, you know, the guys that they need out there. Not really a strong bullpen as well. They need DeSclifani back, bro. Exactly. Shout out, bro absolute goat right now yeah
1: um but yeah winker castellanos it's insane that that they're on the same team and they're just like cracked at hitting.
0: oh absolutely and then some other guys i mean muncie's been playing like the best first baseman i mean honestly by his stats and his war and all that stuff i mean even though freddie freeman's kind of a bigger name guy you know He's won, he won an MVP, right? He just won the last MVP for the NL.
1: He's the current reigning MVP. Yeah,
0: he's the current reigning MVP. I mean, obviously, besides Vladdy for first base, but a guy in Muncie who deserves more because Muncie's not really he's far from the top dog in regards to like the star names on the Dodgers. I mean, you just, put bets, you put bets above him, you put uh Bellinger, her, you put um Pershaw,
1: Bauer. I would even put- Turner over him. Who? Turner? Turner in terms
0: yeah. of value, Seager, Seager, Jeez. and then I'd say him. I'd say you, you, then say him. Like in terms of big names, yeah,
1: yeah, because. he gets overlooked all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like low key star. I mean, he's not that flashy. He kind of just goes up there and just does his thing. A guy that came in kind of out of nowhere uh, a few years back. Um, kind of bounced around the league for a little bit for the beginning of his career, but got to the Dodgers, found some stability and, you know, has really turned himself into, into a great player uh, and a really valuable, like all around guy for them.
0: And a guy who, as of, uh, as of recording, who's been on a super hot streak is basically Joey Gallo uh, version two. uh, Kyle Swarber has been having a fantastic season. I think he's been on a, I know he's been on ridiculous home run rate. I don't know what the, the, it is, but it's like, He's been hitting a home run like every game. He's got 25 home runs, 53 RBIs, and uh, a 249 average, which is the Joey Gallo in him. Um, also, Joey Gallo has been on fire recently. I think he's got seven home runs in five games. But um, he's got to some nukes this year, by the way, which is – but also of-
1: – what? Speaking of Joey Gallo, he's yeah. due for a contract soon, and I don't know if the Rangers are going to want to pay that man. So, Yankees – Get on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> because they can buy anyone. We could see them get traded at the deadline um, or get extended for like a massive deal, but I don't think the Rangers are really in the position to make that move considering they have no
0: type of pieces uh, to like compete at all. I mean, the Rangers are in spot for the fourth pick in the MLB draft for next season. So, I mean, they're not going to be – they're going to be sellers at the deadline. Obviously, they got to keep Garcia – uh, he's been a guy. He's been a young guy. He's been playing well for them. Uh, who's still like, hmm?
1: so Nick Solak has been really good for them this year. Uh, at second base, Kinder Falefa. Yeah,
0: that's up. who I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I don't. I don't know what happened to Ronald Ronnie Guzman. Does
0: he still play for them? He does. No, no. no. Yeah, Kyle Gibson's been good. I think that's what you said. Yeah. Oh, yeah Kyle, no, no, you said Solak. Kyle Gibson's been good. Uh, yeah. But no, yeah. I mean, a super interesting team. I know. Well, yeah, David Dahl's a young guy. He's been injured for them. But, but kind of a mess of a team, to say the last out there. I mean, they haven't really been good since, what, 2010, when they played the Giants in the World Series? Yeah. If, like, yeah. Shin Chu was their best player Well, one of their best guys.
1: Yeah, dude, I feel like they haven't been good since like Alex Rodri- Hamilton type shit. Oh, Josh Hamilton! Don't forget. Yeah, oh. yeah, that just that just like opened a memory portal. In my- <laughs> I remember ripping homers um, on this one video game called The Bigs with Josh Hamilton just ripping lefty bombs <laughs> all the short porch. Oh uh. yeah, I mean Joey Gallo, a lefty bat, an insane like power guy great arm put him in right field uh you know slot or slot him at dh short porch homers all fucking day baby like breaking home run records him stanton judge
0: nasty nasty yeah but another guy that i just wish was up there in the top of the nl because he's one of the most hyped up young players for a reason is Juan Soto like? I want to see. I has he been battling of injuries this year? Uh, no, I think he's just been kind of like, yeah, I got his stats right here. He's got a 280 batting average, a 400 on base percentage, a 441 slugging, nine home runs, 36 RBIs. I mean, nothing to go crazy for. I mean, he's had the most, he leads the MLB in ground, uh, grounded double plays. I mean, that's the only stat he leads in right now. So, I mean. Had a fantastic season in the shortened 2021 season with fifth in MVP running with a 351 average, uh, 490 uh, on base. He led the league in on base percentage, slugging, OPS, and OPS plus, and uh, intentional bases on ball Balls intentional walks.
1: Yeah. I mean. I don't really know why he's not getting that much recognition. He's having kind of like a baseline uh, statistical season. Mm -hmm. I think he'll end around like the same mark that he had a couple years ago where he was batting like 285 with like 30
0: homers. And then a guy who's really kind of fallen off statistically for the, the path he was going on is Jose Ramirez because when I went to the Indians versus the Angels game, like him and Otani were like one and two in home runs in the league. And like He's kind of like fallen off ever since then. Um, let me just verify um, the Indians. Uh, but I think
1: I saw a stat. He was like 0 for 6 in his last like six at bats. And then he hit, he hit, had like a day where he hit like two and his batting average
0: looked like okay. Yeah. So he's I, batting 265 with 18 home runs and 50 RBIs. Yeah.
1: But I mean, he's a streaky guy, um, especially like season to season. Because two seasons back, he had an absolute like horrendous statistical season, and then last year, absolutely lit it up.
0: Uh-huh. Isn't he like regarded as one of the best like fielding third baseman in the league?
1: Um, I don't know if he's. Up I thought I have heard that
0: because he's not fielding well at all this year. I don't think he's up
1: there with like the likes of hey, Chirino. So, yeah, um,
0: yeah. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't put him up there. But he's not bad. But no. All right, so I think something we gotta do to end this. Like, who are some guys? Like, looking at the odds list and all that stuff. Who are some guys you think can make a real jump up there? Like, maybe not contend for a top spot, but maybe contend for like a top like five, top eight position. Yeah.
1: Um. In the AL. Matt Olson is currently um, seven, six. Hold on. Matt yeah, he's Olson. at seven right now. He is actually. Um, he's having a great year. I think. I think he could definitely jump up into like top four territory, especially with Mike. Uh, if Mike Drought stays hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the NL, Ozzie Albies is low. Ozzy definitely deserves to be above guys like Yelich, um, Lindor. I would even say Machado. Mm. But uh, Trey Turner is always a fun guy to watch. Uh, He's like a – cycle man himself. Oh, yeah. He's got – he's like developed a real like power swing now. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, a couple guys like that.
0: What about you? to look at the list of people that I think could really make a jump. I mean, a guy that I would love to see start doing better is Yellich, but he's having a horrific season. I think he's got a 212 batting average what I saw today, uh, even though the Brewers are still like first in the their division. Uh, but looking at the, I think I want to see Lindor turn it around, but I don't really know if that's possible. But I think a guy, I, I'm going to go back to the NL. I think a guy who really could be a trade candidate Soon I think could really climb up there is Trevor Story. I think he could really make a good push for the NL like top eight position because he's one of the best shortstops in the league for a reason. And then I guess if I gotta say a guy for the um sorry, that was for the AL for not you know, the NL was Trevor Story, my bad. And then for the AL, if I could pick a guy, I think Bo Bichette's gonna keep climbing. He's been having a fantastic season. A guy who definitely should be an all-star uh reserve at least. But um that those people in – what's it called? The Blue Jays have a really talented team. They got a really talented infield out there. I don't know who they're rocking at third base. I can't remember. But I know they got – I mean, obviously, Vladdy. They got uh, Simeon. They got Bachet, And they got Teoscar hey, and left, uh, left or right. Uh, super talented team. Um, wouldn't be surprised uh, if they make a push out there in the uh, AL for a wild card spot.
1: Uh, looks like they're rocking Biggio at third base.
0: Oh, yeah, Biggio. Yeah. So, yeah, super, really talented, um, young core out there. Yeah, Biggio. But Biggio hasn't been having a really fantastic season. Also, Lourdes Guriel's been having a good year, and yeah. uh, has been having a good year too. Wait, wait who? Randall Gurch- Gritchick. Randall Gritchick, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah, their outfield is like super stacked. Um, but yeah, maybe they could be buyers for, for like a third baseman.
0: I well, I mean, who I don't see a reason for them to keep Gritchick at. I mean, he's been having a great season, but they just got George Springer back. So why not go after, you know, a starting pitcher guy that can, you know, they probably aren't going to be able to get an ace unless they want to go some prospects as well. But, I mean, why not try and go after a pitching guy if they want to make a run in, you know, a year where – they're really starting to come into their own. Maybe not go for a guy that's like in his 30s or something, but go for like a young guy who maybe they can see blossom into something. You know, maybe in the second half of this season,
1: they could get Luis Castillo for cheap, a guy that we've seen perform at the highest level, um, mm-hmm. been an all-star, just having a down year. But I think he could turn it around. It's definitely I mean, a yeah. Go ahead. In 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 Blue Jays in the in Toronto, it's definitely a pitcher's ballpark.
0: Yeah, I mean. They got Ryu and Robbie Ray, which I think are two solid guys in the rotation. I mean, ryu really, I don't think he's going to last a long time uh, due to his being 34, but they really don't have like a young gun in this rotation. I mean, Anthony Kay, he's 26, but I mean, he's not really having a fantastic season. I mean, who knows if he can blossom into anything, but really hasn't shown any much promise in his first uh, 65 innings in MLB, but. They got to get a young guy to fit the timeline of the team.
1: Yeah. Um, they've got a young guy coming up. Throws gas. He's really good on MLB the show. Forgot his name. What is his name? What is his name? What is his name? Nate Pearson. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't think he's MLB ready. I think he's like still two or three years away from really making an impact on this roster. So. Mm yeah definitely buyers at the deadline uh it will be interesting to see who they get in the
0: in the in the coming weeks hey go after a guy I think he just complete he just did a shutout for the Rockies Herman Marquez maybe they, he can buy they can buy someone like him uh, I'll see a team at the Rockies who should be selling there at the deadline uh obviously with Trevor story um who knows
1: just blow it up Colorado just blow it up I mean you haven't been good for
0: they haven't been good how. since the uh, Modesto Nuts were their affiliate. so.
1: <laughs> since they had Tulewitzki, Uh But yeah, just blow They're it so
0: up. Blackman.
1: Just get rid of everyone. Oh. The Tapia has been really good for them. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, uh, come on. But
0: I don't know. Even solid.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And we'll. We'll be back with some with some more content soon.
0: Of course. All right. Make sure to follow the Instagram. It's Coast Coast Podcast signing out. Peace.